Hello, and welcome to an episode of Blood Orange. We're so pretentious. We're Kate and Christina. We've been friends for 20 years and found the only bit of TV we agree on is Project Runway. So we're going to be watching and breaking down our favorite outfits and fashion catastrophes starting from the very beginning. We hope you'll join in and watch along with us. The seventh season is available on DVD or online, and today we'll be talking about season seven, episode 11. What happened in this episode, Caitlin? This was a good episode. A lot happened. This was like a crazy episode. It was a good episode, and but I will say I was sad because Prime wasn't working, so I had to watch TV, so I had to oh, There were some commercials, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it starts out with everyone talking about how sad they are that Anthony's gone. And then Mila reminds us how mean the judges were last episode. Was she talking about them being mean? I just... Yeah. I, the main takeaway I took from the beginning was that it was so quiet. Yeah, they're like, there's the energy's gone. Yeah, everyone just doesn't know what to do without Anthony there. And then Maya has to point out that she is 20, the youngest person there at 21. She's, she's the youngest, 20. and Mila points out that she's the oldest. So they must have edited it together like that. Yeah. And then Mila talks about like how her experience is helping her get through it. And Maya's talks about how her lack of experience is not helping. Yeah. And then Heidi comes and says they'll be designing a look for a difficult celebrity and everyone knows who it was. I mean, yeah, she says an opinionated, headstrong celebrity who knows what they want. And I was like, is it Heidi? <laughs> and yeah. then the, the thing on the screen says a difficult celebrity. And I was like, would they call her, like, would she be okay being called difficult? Yes, she would be. As it turns out. Yeah. Um, and then, so it's a, they have to design a red carpet look. And of course, it's for Heidi. Of course. Um, they have 30 minutes to sketch and a $300 budget. And it's and a then, one day challenge. And it's a one day challenge. And then Jonathan is in, makes a talking head in, he's in a reverse world. So he has to decide something really ugly so the judges will love it strategy yeah, he, didn't work he's living in the upside down clearly <laughs> like he yeah. does not know what's happening he's like i really liked my look last week and no one else did his look wasn't that bad last week it was the jacket that was bad last week no that was the straight jacket yeah yeah um, um the workroom is so quiet and there's like a thump and i was like what was that thump so i had to rewind and it was the door closing because maya left she yeah, walked out the workroom they kept, like, randomly, like, showing the designers making, like, faces, like, at Maya's, like, area. Like, like what's They're, like, looking on? at the door and then, like, looking at her dress form that has her tag on it. And she's just not there. It's like she just, she walked out. Um, And now Tim Dunn is in the workroom with Maya and she's leaving. And this is just so random to me. She just dropped out. She just... There's six people left. She's made it this far. They're like two weeks from the end. And she just quit. Yeah. Next. It's week, not even two weeks. It's like four days or something. Yeah. Next week's episode is to determine who's the top three. Yeah. And, and she just leaves. She sketches wonder, for 30 minutes. She shops for 30 minutes. No, I don't. She doesn't. She doesn't go to. They haven't gone to mood yet, and they had just started sketching. Oh, when she out. Okay. So she starts sketching it. She's just like, never mind. 
Yeah, she just, I'm wondering if this is like an I'm going to reject you before you reject me thing. Like she I felt like, like she was going to go out. So she just went, I'm going to quit before they can kick me out. But Amelia makes a good point, And that's what I would have done too. He's like, for sure. Yeah. He said he should have got, she should have just gone all out and said, F it. I'm going to make the best piece that I possibly can make. And if she's eliminated, she's eliminated. Yeah, she should have, like, if she was at a point where she didn't care about the competition anymore, like, make something that you really, really effing love. And if they kick you out for it. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, I think it's one of those things, like, she probably has, like, deep fear of being eliminated. So she just, like, yeah, I'm getting to the end. I'm not going to win. Or maybe she had a fear of being the top three and being like I can't make a collection there's no way yeah maybe and I'd rather just bow out than be embarrassed well all the more reason where she should have just like gone wild for that one episode and then once they're up there and about to eliminate someone then back down exactly I volunteer to be the one that leaves (laughs) exactly like you know I gave it my last shot and now I really feel this way And I'd rather you eliminate me than this person. That's what she should have done. That being said, we do get an upside. Yes, we do. (laughs) Uh, Basically, everyone is, like, super shocked at this. They're just, like, dumbfounded. And they're not even sketching anymore. They're just standing in the workroom going, like, did you know she was going to do this? This is crazy. Did you expect this? Why would she do this? (laughs) Why would she do this? It doesn't sound like she said anything. She just, like, got up and left. It's so bizarre. It's like somebody, like this happened to me the other day at work where an employee clocks in, drops everything off, clocks out, and then just leaves. <laughs> That's how they quit. I'm like, okay. Done. Okay. All right. Um, but so they're off to mood and they have 30 minutes to shop. So you're right. I'm mistaken. I, for some reason, thought she went to mood, but she doesn't. And then Mila says gunmetal gray. That's the name of a gray. I guess that's the name of a gray. Yeah, she's doing what gray and gold or something is what she said she was doing rather than big contrast colors. Black and white. Yeah. Um, they get back to the workroom and Tim Gunn has an announcement. And that a former designer is coming back. I don't know why they did this. I guess. Oh, because they next, have a certain length that the season had to be. Because I think next week they have to eliminate two people. They probably wanted that drama. Maybe. But. Anyways, and no surprise to anybody, it's Anthony. But I'm and happy it's Anthony. Are, like, the designers are okay trading Baya for Anthony. Like, yeah. they are. They're so happy to have him back. The, the energy immediately goes up when he walks into the room. I know. There was, like, life back in the workroom. And I thought they were going to be like, whoa, since this is your second chance, you're going to lose the extra hours. But they said that they're going to give him extra time. Which, which I was pretty surprised worked about. both for him and against him a little bit, I think. Yeah. Um, he does say something that I thought was like, I wish he'd said this from the beginning. He says, this time around, the one person I need to impress is myself. Like, he's not thinking about the judges. He's not thinking about Heidi. He wants to make something that he's impressed by. And I kind of wish he'd gone with that from the beginning. I think that's a mistake a lot of designers make. And I think the people who 
do well in challenges are the ones that stick to their aesthetic. Like Seth Aaron fucks up this episode because he wasn't sticking to who he was as a designer. He was thinking too much about Heidi. Yeah. Um, and we'll get to that. Um, uh, okay, Tim comes back into the workroom. He's in there a lot. This episode <laughs> this even says it. Crazy episode. So much happens. And he has to have a word with Seth Aaron outside. And I was like, what the fuck? And even he was just like, I feel like I'm being. Like, his face looked like the principal called him in the middle yeah. of class. Well, everyone else was like, what's happening? <laughs> Are you leaving too? Um, anyways, his model got, a, I guess, a better job. And so she's leaving. She got, a, she got a job with Donna Karen. Like, fair enough. She's getting actually paid this week. Mm-hmm. Um, which kind of sucks, though, because so that one. So she could have gotten that spread, but. Yeah, but who knows? I mean, I don't know what his model's name was. We could look up what happened to her, but odds are, like, if she was getting real jobs, she maybe didn't need Roger Grunway as much as she did at the beginning. So, and then that made me, he's getting Carrie or Cara, what was her name? Carrie? I'm not sure. I just know it's someone he said he'd never dressed before. And I noticed it was Anthony's old model, so I was like, oh, Anthony got rid of the pale model, because now he has the pale model. So I was actually kind of surprised because Anthony got a lot of praise for dressing the pale model. Oh, I didn't notice. I noticed because I'm a paley girl. So I was like, oh, it's the paley girl. I did notice, we're not there yet, but I did notice during the model fitting, no one told any of the models that Maya had left. They come in so confused. Like, Anthony's there and Maya's not. What's happening? Yeah, I wrote that too. Somebody was like, why is Anthony here? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Um, which is very weird it's another weird thing about this episode Heidi in the workroom yeah it they're all like freaked out she doesn't belong in the workroom and then I wrote which comes up later I'm curious to see Amelia's look because that fabric is hideous he chose like a very weird sequined fabric for sure um, so she's just like, is it going to be long enough? I don't know how he did it because it went from short to long. I don't know how he did that. It was seamless, but he, yeah, he said it was going to be, he was going to have to put a seam in there and I guess you just can't see it. So it worked. Um, she tells Seth Aaron, something has to be a little bit more somewhere, which I think is the most like non-helpful critique of anything I've ever heard. <laughs> Something has to be a little more somewhere. <laughs> what? Um, he, Heidi gives Jay a little peep show. She yeah. Him his bra. <laughs> she flashes him. Because he said the space between the bras, and she's like, what are you talking about? And then not to make her butt look big. Which he does. Yeah. Um, and then John... Jonathan has couch fabric. She called it curtain. It's couch fabric. She called it curtains. Yeah. Um, I do think that he struggled this episode, but part of the reason I think he struggled is I think he was really thrown off by Heidi being there and giving a critique before he was finished kind of thing. I think if he'd like leaned into his idea, it might not have turned out as bad as it did. Yeah. He should have just stuck with it. He probably would have just been in the middle. Yeah. 
But but he panicked because Heidi told him that it looked like curtains and she didn't like it. And then she kept talking about all this. Oh, you should do this and this and this and this and this. And he's like, that's going to take me a week. Yeah. But um, then the models come in and they're all very confused. And there's just shocked that Maya quit. They're like, what do you mean she quit? Did she tell anyone? What happened? So does that mean Anthony got Maya's model? Maybe. I'm trying to think. Yes. Yes. Because I remember her model. He ditched. It was it was the same one. Yeah. I'm like looking back. I remember the flashback just, where the lady where Maya was talking about her looks and it was the same model. It's just super funny to like they have like like no one thought to like send out a text and just be like, hey, small change in plans. You're no longer Maya's model. Anthony's back. But like. No, they just walk in and go, what's happening? <laughs> um, There's like a flash of Jonathan's look and it said, oh my God, it's so bad. It looks like a Halloween mummy. That color, yeah. They kept calling it waxy. I was like, what's waxy? Like candle wax, I guess. Like, yeah, it looks awful. So he awful. tears it up and starts a third dress. With, like, an hour left to work. Yeah. It's... This is when people should just stick to the original plan and just cross your fingers. Because this was... There's no way that the original look would have been worse than what he showed. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think Heidi being there and, like, critiquing it before he was finished, I think that's what messed him up. Um, And then it's the day of the runway and everyone is super stressed. The night before, I did want to know, Mila says something, which, like, it's so dark, but I feel like it's a very American reality TV show thing to say. She says she feels relief seeing the other designers struggling while she's watching Jonathan and talking about how terrible his look is. She talks about what a relief it is to see that he's struggling. Oh, yeah, because she's like, someone else is going to be worse than mine. That's all she cares about is that she's better than the worst one in the room. Yeah. Um, Dre's and I, my next word was Jay's dress looks ugly as well. Final 10 minutes, I didn't really put much in between. Like, Tim said something like, It's red carpet, use the fly wall. Yeah, he says I, something. He always oh, says, Also, Anthony got like one hour of sleep before runway day because he had to stay till 2 30. Oh, that's what he was talking about. I was like, what's he talking about? But yeah. Yeah, he literally, he had to stay till 2.30 and then he got back to the apartment and had to get up at 5. Crazy. Um, It's Bradway. And there's a surprise judge. Thrummel. Who is it? Da, 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 da. You want me to announce? Yeah. It's da, Jessica da, 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 da. Alba. <laughs> she looks pretty. She does. She's like, y'all. Nice to meet you, you all. She herself. She comes out and goes, I'm Jessica. And they're like, yeah, we know. Yeah, she was a huge star in the 2000s. What was she in? Everything. She was just, like, in everything. I feel like I didn't watch a whole lot that she was actually in. Like, she came out and I was like, she's someone from the early 2000s, but, like, 
I would not have been able to tell you what her name was. Are you serious? <laughs> you see her face, you wouldn't know what her name is? I recognized her face, but I don't know that I've ever seen her she in She was anything. like one of the biggest women celebrities in the 2000s. I get it. Like, I know her name, but I would not have connected her name to her face. You're crazy. Like, I waited for them to say what her name was before I wrote it down, because I was like, she looks familiar. You're crazy. <laughs> I'm looking at her IMDb. Um, so far, I have not seen a single thing, and I'm back to 2007. <laughs> I haven't watched a ton of her movies, but... I've seen Never Been Kissed. Oh yeah, she is a never been kissed. It says she plays Kristen. I could or Kirsten. Kirsten. I couldn't see who that is. She's one of the friends of uh-huh. of the Mean Girl group, the popular groups. Oh, and I've she's, seen the Secret World of Alex Mack, but that's been a long time. She's the girl at prom that's like, no, I'm Malibu Barbie. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I just watched that movie the other day, so that's why. I like uh it's I love too. I love every time that Jimmy does go out of town and I have like the TV to myself and I'm like I'm gonna watch this movie I'm gonna watch this movie all these new movies and I just go back and watch all the old shit that I've seen a million times. I, I always do that too. I'm like, oh, what am I gonna watch while I have dinner tonight? Friends, <laughs> like I've seen them all. I can recite them, but yeah, I'm gonna watch it again. Like I. I don't watch new stuff. Actually, I'm watching the new ghost or ghost one, the new Goosebumps. I don't watch anything new. I'm rewatching the Real World, which has been really fascinating. That's a good one. I haven't watched it in a long time. I'm watching the seasons that got me into the Real World that Paramount Plus has. But Paramount Plus is the worst streaming service in the world. Is it? Oh my god! It hardly ever works. Um, it will not play the next episode automatically. It doesn't remember where you left off. So you have to always go back and find your episode. That's annoying. It's so annoying because um, I started at season 15. And it also doesn't have every season, which is annoying. But I started at season 15. So I have to go all the way to 15. And then f- remember my episode. And now I'm on like season 17. And it's just, and it like never works. It has the new Frasier on it, but I have not paid for it. I, know, I watched I the first episode on YouTube, and it was like, it actually did win me over in the second half of the episode. It was cute. But I'm not going to pay for Paramount Plus. No, it's the worst streaming it. service. It's, it's nothing but frustration. I'm glad I don't pay for it. My parents pay for it. But yeah. I like, I like limit to like, if like, okay, if I see a really good coupon, like right now I have Disney Plus because I got it for $1.99 a month for three months. So I have it till the middle of December and I'm like, yeah, I'll pay that. Like, so if Paramount Plus, if an ad comes up like that, I'll probably get it for a month or two. But that's the only time I get it. Otherwise, like, I just cancel after that. I don't the only keep- thing I pay for is Netflix. Yeah. Because I use Judy's Hulu. And that comes with HBO Max. And then my parents have Peacock and Paramount Plus and Disney. But they like watching new stuff. So that's why. Um, and I think they use my Netflix. That's the but, way to do it is to just trade it all off. Although if they use your Netflix, now Netflix is like makes you 
they email you like a no they like email you a code we li- <laughs> this is how we do it because i use we use my aunt's peacock and she uses our netflix and so she will be like it told me it just emailed a code and i'll be like one second and pull up the email and text her the code so that she can put it in and be like yep i have access to that email address that's funny it's so stupid it's funny um okay so it's runway jay's first what did you think of his i hate bubble skirts yeah, I said the top isn't that bad, but I hate the bubble butt, and it looks really immature for Heidi. Like, it looks like something, like, a tween star would wear to, like, the Nickelodeon Awards. Oh, yeah, that it would be perfect for something like that. Um, The color's fine. Like, it's kind of, like, it's, like, a white and a beige, and it's fine. But, like, it was super weird for red carpet. It's just weird for a woman who's, like, giving, about to give birth to, like, her third child. Yeah. Like, She's a woman. This it's, is like a little girl fest. Yeah. yeah. Um, Milas is next. I said it's okay. At least it's not black and white. There's an advantage that she did gray and gold instead. But like I thought, the seams on it were weird. Yeah, like, it was it really ill-fitting too. Weird. Yeah. And it didn't look like red carpet again. What it made me think of is like a presenter for New Year's in Times Square or something. Like the news presenter. Yeah, and it like made her like really blocky. Like it made her the model look like a linebacker and she's a very small person. Yeah. It, it yeah. It wasn't- um, Nina later said that it looks like something a real housewife would wear, and that's so fucking spot on. <laughs> she said real housewives of New Jersey. Any real housewife, I could see them wearing that. Um, Anthony's next. I said it's really pretty, and I love the back. Yeah, love the back. It's way better than the vast majority of the dresses he made for the entire season. Oh, I forgot to mention it. I said it at one point later that this is the be- perfect challenge for Anthony because this is like what he does. Yeah. Um. Seth Aaron is next. I said it's okay, but it's really boring compared to his other looks. Because, like, we've seen what he can do in a day. And we're like, yeah. that's what you did? He did kind of say that he was working at half speed, but half speed for him is faster than anyone else. Yeah. But, yeah, he didn't get as much done as usual. It's very hot topic. It's not very red carpet. It's, it's hot fine. topic prom. Yeah. It's fine. Like, it's, it's not going to win, though. Yeah. What did you think of Jonathan? She looks like a laundry bag. <laughs> That's so funny you said that because I said it looks like she got in a fight with her laundry. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful. It uh, and it's so short. It's very short. It like has. I don't even know what the front is. It's like he just stapled it together or something. Like yeah, it really looks like she got in a fight with her laundry, and that's just how it got on her body yeah i mean the like back like, nice. laundry basket over yeah. her head and just whatever hooked on that's what she wore i think it's one of the worst project runway looks i think it's at the top 10 right there it's bad for sure it's so bad not as bad as the egg See, the egg at least was interesting this is just straight <laughs> up ugly the egg was pretty bad it's, the egg was bad, but I'd rather run the egg than this dress. At least <laughs> your ass would be out. Yeah. I don't it know that like, I'd want to wear the egg. 
Um, and then Emilio's last. What you think of his? I thought again the back was really good, which I think is like a red carpet staple kind of. You yeah. want like the shock on the back. I did think like the structure under it looked a bit weird to me, and they but they really praised it. The judges loved the structure under it. Yeah, I liked the structure, too. And I said, I thought I was going to hate it. But this was my favorite look. I thought it was gorgeous. It looked like a $1,500 dress. Like it Oh, yeah. It looked expensive. It, looked, it didn't look like you did it in a day. It was phenomenal. In my opinion. Yeah, no, no, no. He did a good job. I loved it. I do think it's ironic that, like, or it's, it's not really ironic. But, like, the other people maybe could have paid more attention. That the two that came out that did so well were ones that really thought about what the back of the dress looked like yeah yeah and then did Heidi say she was gonna wear the wedding look then she did say it later right I she said she was gonna wear Emilio's yeah and I found the dress oh I'm glad you did I looked but I didn't ever I didn't find it so this is a rare thing but there's two winners I think this is the first time it's happened. I think so, yeah. We had two losers in an episode this season, right? And now we have two winners. Yeah. It's and a weird so, season. Emilia and Anthony um, are the winners. And Jessica said she'd be wear asked if she could wear his dress, which I thought was really cute. But I can't find zero evidence that she ever did. I couldn't find any pictures that she wore. it. I found ones where she wore one that looked very similar. So I'm wondering if she had him, like, redesign it or something. And same with the one, like, I tried to find one of Heidi wearing it, too, and I found one where she's wearing one similar, but I couldn't tell that it was the same dress. It was, like, the same fabric. It's the same dress, but she shortens it. Oh, okay. Um, Uh, I do think some of the judges' comments were very funny in this episode. They say to Seth Aaron that (laughs) the problem with his dress, I think it's Heidi that says it, is the cleavage doesn't look glorious. What did I miss that? <laughs> that made me laugh. Um, Michael Kors, when talking to Jay, is like, no woman would ever want her butt to look big. Like, she would never wear something that would make her butt look bigger. He did not predict the existence of Kim Kardashian. Yeah, didn't. Uh, a lot of people were saying, because I was, like, <laughs> on Reddit trying to find the pictures of the dresses of the celebrities wearing the dresses and a lot of people were like in that episode like um of course no woman wants their butt to look big (laughs) kim kardashian hold my beer (laughs) (laughs) she made a career out of it um and then heidi says she doesn't know what went wrong with jonathan which makes me laugh because she's what went wrong with jonathan (laughs) she freaked him out too much she he thought he was just so wrapped up in her comments that he just couldn't yeah i'm wondering if this is the first and last time they invite heidi into the workroom <laughs> no i've seen her in the workroom a couple times Has she? does she come back yeah i've seen her in the workroom because i think there's she was in the workroom when, right when they were doing the lingerie contest or challenge for her lingerie line no maybe i'm pretty sure she was and then tina made everyone look like reindeer that was a funny one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the episode. Um, Jonathan's out. Yeah. I looked Jay's up in. where he is now. 
Jonathan Joseph Peters lives in Provincetown, Massachusetts. Ooh. And as of June of 2023, he was working at Joe Coffee and performing under the drag persona Vivian Fontaine. He also designs and makes costumes for himself and other drag performers in town. He works at a coffee shop and he's a drag queen? Yeah. Interesting. All right, so I pulled up his decoy collection and I pulled up Emilio's dress. So let me share that. I scrolled through his Instagram, Jonathan's Instagram account, and he posted last year, I think it was, he shared photos that he he or someone took from the audience of his decoy collection and talked about what a great experience it was, even though it didn't air on the episode. His collection's all pretty... Okay. Um, but yeah, here's the dress. She wore it to the backup plan. What is the backup plan? I think it was a movie. CBS Films must have been. With blue shoots. Here's another picture. And I cannot find zero evidence that Jessica Alba wore the dress, but his decoy collection is is something else. So yeah, that's the episode. Took us 26 minutes to record. (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk about something else. What have you been up to? How was your Halloween? This isn't really gonna come out till like December, so it was really good. It uh Everett had the best time ever. Uh we went from like six thirty eight around eight o'clock is when like the older kids came out, so he started to get kind of scared. <laughs> like they have these scary costumes. And so we got basically to home. He's like uh he saw the house and he saw like a scary costume. He's like, um, can we go home? <laughs> Get enough, get enough candy for the next year. He he's like me; he doesn't eat candy, so he didn't oh. care. <laughs> so you have Dad, all the candy that you didn't pass out, and all his trick or treat candy. Dad ate it. Ah. Uh, so yeah, it's almost gone. He ate almost all of it, so it cracks me up. Well, it's been a couple days. Ours yeah. is just about oh. gone too. We went up. I went up to the end of the driveway in costume for like an hour and saw three trick-or-treaters all in cars just stopped in front of us so they could get candy all from the same family (laughs) um and then it was like yeah i'm let's go eat dinner (laughs) this is weird so we left like six our neighborhood isn't pop and there's like certain streets that are like well known to be trick-or-treaters like there's this one street where he's really good too it's this teenager and he dresses up like pennywise and like scares people but he's really good because he can like like read body language so he never goes like too far and like he's scared ever a little bit but like not like every kid needs to be scared a little bit on halloween but no like yeah, that's, nightmare that's field. Fun yeah halloween <laughs> yeah so like I was, I thought it was cute. He just scared him like a like a little bit, but he did say hi to Pennywise. He was like, "Hello." <laughs> um, and so that's that kid's probably an actor or something like that at his high school. But that's fun. And then, but I was telling Jimmy, I was like, I I know we could go to a neighborhood that our every house is like you know trick or treating, and but I was like, I never lived anywhere where I could actually just leave my house. Go trick or treating and then walk home. Yeah. As a kid, you always had to drive somewhere. I just like I love that. Yeah, that is cool. I wish, I wish more people did it. 
So many people do like the the festivals or their trunk or treats now, and so they just don't do regular yeah. thing, and it sucks. Yeah, I've noticed a slight decline from this year from last year, but also last enough. year it was a weekend. This year it was a Tuesday. His uh his his cup got full. Well, you know, we were gone for an hour and a half, so it was perfect. I dressed up like a little mouse. I have a mouse. Oh, you onesie. dressed up? I have a mouse onesie, so I just wear that. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, I work to work too. Uh, I dressed up as a scarecrow. Nice. Our office actually, everyone dressed up except for one person. Party pooper. He's like, no. My favorite one is my coworker dressed up like Helga from Hey Arnold. Oh, I was thinking that's what it was. Yeah. And she she made a little locket with her boyfriend's photo in it. Should have been Arnold's photo in it. He just had like Arnold when they went trick or treating. Oh. But I thought that was cute. And then, yeah, it was good. It was a good Halloween. It was mellow. Um, what costume freaked him out the most, which is what I thought was the funniest. I never played that game, but what's the game? Um, that was really, really big when lockdown first happened. Um, Imposters? Oh, I know what you're talking. I don't, I didn't play it. But yeah, and I guess when the the imposters are like black, so the kid had an inflatable one of those, but he kept like running, so it like looked really <laughs> silly. It looked really silly. I thought it was funny, but ever hated it. He was freaked out. He was like, "Let's go home." Like, okay, we can go home. <laughs> um, he didn't like that, and he didn't like somebody dressed up like a T Rex. It was an inflatable T Rex. Yeah, he just doesn't like the inflatable costumes then. I think he does. He doesn't like the ones where he, I think when he can't see a face, so he doesn't know if it's real or not. Maybe. Because uh, like he was a little freaked out by Pennywise, but he was more like freaked out because he's like, well, who's this? Because he has a lot of stranger danger, which is a good thing. Um, he's like, why is this person approaching me? <laughs> but he has a lot of stranger danger. Now go up to that house and ask him for candy. <laughs> he did like. He did like the. The knocking. Um, it was same as last year. Like confused. Like wait, I'm not uh, usually allowed to do this. So like, why am I allowed to do it today? But he was really into it, and it was fun. And then um, I saw a video where like a dog went into someone's house, and I was like, oh, I ever did that? Like his second year trick or treating. Just wandered in. But I will say it was a house where he knew the lady because we would we go on walks all the time. And that girl or that woman loves her front yard. So she's always in her front yard doing something. So he knew her and he was trick or treating and she turned around to go get candy from the kitchen. So he followed her. <laughs> I remember once when I was really little, I had a childhood friend that I was trick or treating with and the house like it had the porch light on. But I think it was they were like in the middle of selling it or something. So they were like staging it and there wasn't like a realtor there or anything, but they'd left the light on and the door unlocked and she walked in and everyone be like, no, 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 you can't just walk in. <laughs> you can't open the door, walk in. But the porch was- light's on. There was only one house that irritated me because the light was on and they had decorations. So I was like assuming, like, why would you have yeah. both? Maybe they ran and, out of candy early and, but then turned the maybe, light off. Maybe. And then um, our porch, we, Jimmy just reinstalled our porch light. So now it's like bright as fuck. It's like too bright. 
And so we turned it off, but we put a bunch of those like electronic candles in front of our candy, but like nobody took it. But our street is like really dead for trick or treaters. I don't know why. Yeah. We had someone drive past and be like, he like stopped and was like, are there a lot of trick or treaters on the street? And we're like, well, not so far. <laughs> like, do you want some candy? And he was like, no, I just I just wanted to check because I didn't buy any. And so they're going to be disappointed if they walk up to my house. Yeah, it was no very like street celebrates. It was just a lot of cluster of houses that did it. So you go to like one street and there'll be like four houses on that street that did it. But all the other houses would be dead. But a lot of people go to like those like nicer neighborhoods, which maybe we'll do next year. But where you can get the full candy bars. Yeah. Yeah. That was my Halloween. That's cool. And then Friday's a holiday, which I'm looking forward to. Oh, this Friday is? Veterans Day. Oh, that's nice. So, yeah. Three-day weekend. You want to conclude the episode? (laughs) Sure. Uh, This has been another episode of Blood Orange. We are so pretentious. You can hear us on all podcast platforms. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Blood Orange Wasp. We'll be back next week with Season 7, Episode 12.